Hello. hello and welcome. Oh. Welcome back. <laughs> Dude, last week we said hello at the same time, but we like harmonized, but I had to cut uh, it. Why? <laughs> because then we said hello again. Oh. <laughs> Let's not do that. Yes. So, welcome to week two of Rants, I think we can call it. Yeah, I guess that that's what it is. This is, this is called um, Capitalism Sucks. <laughs> Burn the patriarchy. Okay, so we literally just spoke for like an hour and a half. Um, we're doing the intro now at the end of the video, so yes. we're just going to cut to it. We, we were like literally ranting to each other and then we were like, you know what? Let's record it. It was an organic conversation we were having before we were supposed to have the podcast and yeah. we just started recording because we were already on a roll. Yeah. So um, if it's a bit abrupt at the beginning, sorry for that. Sorry. And also now, you know, like how it is actually when we just speak to each other, because yeah. like this was not a planned topic or like. No notes today. <laughs> Nothing in the book. No notes. That's it how you know. just us speaking our true hearts. And I'm sorry because I know that I get like deep and negative at parts. The rule one, don't cry on the internet. But, <laughs> but here we are. Here we are. So we hope you enjoy it. And good luck. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <clears throat> I've known him like for so long. And ever since I've known him, like... He, he's been dedicated to it. And he's so fucking smart. Like, he is. Yeah. Mm. And he's so clever, dude. Like, he is... He's actually just, like, a genius person. Like, he's yeah. phenomenal. And now he's doing it and he's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. He's like, it's the first time in my life that I've ever spoken to him that he's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. That's my thing, dude. That's exactly what this other girl said to me. And the thing is, like, I speak to other people who are like working with me and stuff and it just feels to me that like everyone is just exhausted like everyone is mm. just fucking tired and nobody can do this mm. like everyone I speak to they're like if if you actually speak to them alone they're like I I don't know what I'm doing I wake up and I can't fucking breathe because everything is just so heavy I'm like why are we doing this and it's so weird dude you know why because I feel like before COVID Everything that we would have been doing now would have been fine. Yeah, I guess. But, like, ever since the lockdown and whatever, and, like, when things... Everything just became so slow, and now we're expected to go back to, like, that fast-paced life. It's not working. But that we don't know any other way... Of doing things. Of doing things and working in society. So what the fuck else must we do? But I don't know, dude, because I feel like I can't compare my pre-COVID to post-COVID because I feel like being a student is, like very different from living just like this life because, yeah. because we've never had this experience no because when you're a student you have a goal you're working to graduate yeah there are things that you have to do you have to do this and this and this subject and you could do the, like there are things that you have to do and like when I know I have to do something I'm good mm. but it's the second I get to thinking about like oh okay this is actually my life yeah like this is it this is the life that I've worked all the shit for. I graduated high school. I graduated from two degrees for this. And now mm. what am I doing? Yeah, no. That's the point where I'm like, I can't breathe. Yeah. And like yeah. everything that I want to do or like think about doing, even the things that I'm passionate about, I'm like, I'm passionate about them without the expectation of living off of them. When you actually think of the day-to-day -day of working in that job, it's like or like mm. the fact that that thing is gonna have to be the thing that I make a living out of like if I could just do it 
and have fun with it yes but if it's like the thing that i need to like now you need to perform and like there's people watching you and seeing how good you did at your job and all of that shit and like i'm like there's there's like expectations of like like it's like art like if you if you're painting a picture just to paint the picture it's so much fun and you enjoy it and the minute you're like i'm painting this picture for someone else to hang up in the house you're like what the fuck yeah, this and line is it fucked must, up and must be done by the 20th of april exactly like, like, like everything is, is just fucked up and doesn't yeah. look right and it doesn't feel right but then this and is then you don't want to sit there and do it anymore yeah but then how do we transition from that from where we are now into wait what was my thing (laughs) (laughs) like how because okay there are people it does it can happen right that you're working your dream job and it's still good like yeah it's not fucked i'm sure but i feel like those people have worked their way up to get there to the point where they've made a name for themselves and they don't have to keep proving themselves all the time yeah but like even in that i'm like we like that's why I'm saying I hate talking about this because I hate sounding like I'm just being a negative, like, depressed person because that's it's how it comes across. It's being but, realistic. Like, we're, we live in a third world country where this is, okay, this is a statistic that shocked me to my core. Mm. The richest 1% in our country make 40,000 rand a month. Yeah, I heard that 40,000 rand a month. What the fuck do you do with 40,000 rand a month realistically? Like, if you have an entire family... And, like, shit to take care of. Like, realistically, what the fuck do you no, do? you're left with, like, maybe 10k. So then if you have to be, just to make 40k, you have to be, like, the fucking best of the best. The You have to figure something out where you're, like, here, the magnificent whatever. And then you're still making 40k. We're not in a, in a country where, where we can just, like by some stroke of luck do something and we'll be set like it just doesn't work that way here it doesn't work that way even the people who are like doing so well and are like like our age and really rich and whatever like they've either been set up through like their families or whatever or they've had like some scammy stroke of luck through fucking forex or something and it's a one-time thing like that's it this is why so the other day when i went into that spiral so let me just catch up the other day i went through a spiral and i was like i woke up and i was like today i'm gonna i'm gonna be a dermatologist that's my life then i went down the rabbit hole whatever cool end of that day i was like i actually don't think i want to do this (laughs) but i am i have like this feeling of i need to start doing something setting myself up for the next stages of my life like am i gonna study further am i what am i doing what's the plan where am i going like am i gonna do then i was like maybe i want to do interior design and i don't know so now i'm going through this whole rabbit hole was i not googling at 3 a.m like immigration to scotland (laughs) and i'm like talking to amir i'm like let's move because but that's how i feel dude because and i don't want to be one of those people that's like fuck south africa i'm leaving but but what are we doing what are we doing literally what are we doing just nothing feels okay and like but my my thing is this right now now i immigrate because i've also been thinking about this and i'm like my brother wants to go i might as well go my if i go to canada i'm closer to my cousin which 
I mean, realistically, I don't want to decide your life for you, but realistically, you're going to stay in America. Like, you're married. That's the way it is. So, like, if I want to see you on, like, somewhat uh, somewhat regular basis, like, I'm going to have to go closer to you. Like, Mm. South Africa to America is not a yearly fucking thing. Like, it's not going to work. So what am I going to do? So, like, then I think about it. I'm like, okay, great. So I go there. Realistically, I hate the fucking cold. I get depressed as you fuck. You can't live in Canada. I get depressed as fuck. Like, literally, I cannot get myself out of seasonal depression when it's cold. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be anyway miserable. Plus, I'm going to have to do something there anyway. Mm. I'm going to have to do some kind of nine to five, some job there anyway. Which, if I'm saying now, in the warm, whatever, sunny South Africa that I'm used to and that I'm comfortable in, that I can't, I don't think a nine to five is a sustainable job. I don't understand how you're supposed to be a human being with a life and a stable like mental condition and work a nine-to-five how am i going to do it in canada i'm not you're not it's going to be the same cycle over and over that's what i'm saying like i understand like okay i'm just spiraling and like probably i'm going to wake up tomorrow and breathe and be fine and whatever just continue doing this but it's not it doesn't doesn't like it doesn't take away from the fact that this is the truth i don't understand how we're meant to live in a country where youth unemployment rates are 70%. There's no plan of fixing it. Nobody even knows what the country is going to look like in 10 years. There's no even concept of, oh, okay, we should probably start like doing something because the shit is going wrong. Mm. And there's no one going, oh, okay, capitalism in our country is, first of all, a lie because our country isn't even capitalist. It just pretends to be. And second of all, how are we going to sustain future generations? How are we going to sustain people? How many people do you know that are 24 and have retirement plans that aren't working for the government or close to the government? Literally no one. Dude, and that's the other thing that I was thinking of. Like, cool, that's the the, the plan for everyone, right? So you study and you get a nine to five and you're set up for life. You're good, mm. right? That's supposed to be the dream or whatever. The ideal. But now... Half of the people I know, not even half, I don't know one person that is working somewhere, be it for a company, for a whatever, and has a retirement thing, like a UIF or whatever Mm. it's called. Hello? (laughs) Or even get medical aid through their work. Yeah, like, what do you do? People, that's what I'm saying, like, I'm so confused by that. Like, I'm saying, like, okay, we know that we're, we're, like, the job that we're doing right now isn't the one, right? Mm -hmm. But even if we pick something that seems more sustainable or whatever it is, I can't think of a person who's doing a job right now. I think of everyone that I know and I think everyone's working fucking hard. Mm. Everyone's working themselves literally to death. And I can't think of one of those people who can actually afford to just be alive. Yo, that is the truth, dude. That is the truth. How are like how are we working so fucking hard, literally every day of the month, getting paid, whatever, and then halfway through the month you're like, no, man. just waiting for payday. And like that's not even like that's exactly what I'm saying. That's not, okay. That's never mind medical aid. Never mind paying for a car because you need to drive to work because our public fucking transport systems don't work. Yeah. Never mind medical aid because our government hospitals don't work. Never mind whatever. Then on top of all of that still, you got to think about like living, like, like doing things that are actually enjoyable. Yeah. Where are you going to find Not money to like do groceries that? and stuff, like actually going out and enjoying life with your because friends. Because people are like, 
killing themselves to pay rent, mm. maybe pay a car, try and afford medical aid and buy groceries. That's it. Yeah. That's not like like doing things. And I'm not talking about grabbing one coffee with a friend. That's not doing something. Mm. That is not living a life to mm. me. I don't see that as me like, wow, like I'm really out here like doing everything. Like <laughs> getting a coffee. No. Like, like the coffee is great. But like when am I going to do things that I actually... Exactly. Thing. Go on hikes and like... Yeah, do stuff. Whatever. Do and like- then the thing is like... Never mind. Okay, now by some fucking miracle, some grace of God, you save the money to do, go do the thing that you want to do, whatever. You're just exhausted the whole time. You're just so tired. Then you come back home, you need, a you need to work again from your vacation. Yeah, and you no, now you need to start working again so that you can pay the rent again. Yeah. So that you and you're tired you hope that you can put away fucking 500 rand so you can do. I just think like, how the fuck is this sustainable? And like, I know it's so it's such a cliche thing. To like, uh, oh, well, the cycle is that you're, you're like paying to go to school, to get a job, to pay for your kids to go to school, whatever. I, I understand there's been the cycle for like thousands of years, whatever. Everybody mentions it's cliche, but I don't know how, how people do it. I actually don't understand how no, people it do doesn't. it. Like, I, I don't think that I can actually physically get myself to do it. Like, even if I force myself, I don't know if I can do it for five years. But it doesn't make sense. That's the thing. And like... That's where the, the like toxic shit of like side hustles and hustle culture comes in. Because yeah. now you're working your full-time job. You're still like struggling to just live. Now you're like, okay, but I'm not hustling hard enough. Like, Yeah, now it's like you must feel guilty because if you can't afford stuff, it's your fault. But it's the way that... The system is set up fucked up broken and you're, you can't afford stuff because the system isn't meant for you to live. It's literally not. And it's not our fault. On like, how do we break the cycle and get out of it? That's the question. And everybody's like, well, you know, the future was like starting a business. Have you tried to start a business in South Africa? Like an actually viable business? Just in life, not even in South Africa, dude. Like, I feel like people make it sound so easy and like, I have 10 million business ideas. I can start a business every day. Okay, but can you actually see it through till the fucking end till where you, it's but sustainable you know and how, it's working like, for you? like, difficult it is, the systems, that you, the things that you have to do to just get to the point where you can't have a business in South Africa. Then that's not even sustaining the business. My boss is making so much money. So much fucking money. Mm. And he can't even be the sole owner of the space. Yeah. How does that make sense? I have seen my thing with like businesses and stuff like I'm all for people starting their businesses go like do your thing amazing but I've seen so many people like family friends that have had their small businesses and then they just crash and then they end up like actually wasting their money yeah and their time so like how do you get to a point where you know you can start your business and it's actually going to be successful and sustainable for you like the thing is also like and it's not like these people have bad ideas. It's just, if you think about it, like, you can't afford shit. How do you expect consumers to buy stuff from you in South Africa, especially? Because in America, you know that people have, like, um, it's the ideal, like, experience of, like, America, whatever. Yes. But, like, yes, it's true. They're more consumer-based there than they are, Dude, than people America are here. America is insane to me. There's a YouTuber that I'm obsessed with. Her name's Chloe Yasmin. I love her videos. But honestly, sometimes I need to take a break from watching her shit because she does, like, shopping with me videos twice a week. 
like shopping with me at Target, shopping with me at Walmart, no budget shopping at where I'm like, girl, how? How fuck? You just bought soap five days ago. How can you buy five bags of soap again? I don't understand. And, but that's what I'm saying. Like South Africa, like we're a culture who's I guess we're more sustainable, however you want. Like you can say that that's not the truth, but we're more sustainable in the sense that Fast fashion isn't just fast fashion to us. You don't buy a shirt and wear it once and throw it away. You buy the shirt and you wear it until it has a hole in it and then you wear it to sleep. Like, yeah. whatever. They People think about what they buy and what they consume, generally. So, like, you we don't have, like, the, the ideology of the people isn't to just consume stuff. Yeah. So, if you're going to start a small business, even if you have a great idea, whatever, people don't just have hundreds of rants to throw away. No. And that's the thing. A lot of people, what I've noticed is with things like small businesses, like, let's say, for example, you're doing your nails. Most of the people, there's rarely people that go do their nails every two weeks. Yeah. Like, most of the people I know get their nails done once every six months, let's say. Yeah. Or they do it themselves. Or they do it themselves. And if they get their nails done, they make it stretch. Whereas, like, mm. well, obviously this is, um, like, idealized, like, vloggers. But, like, Americans are like, wow, my nails have been here for a week, but I really want a new design. So they're going to go get it. Yeah. Whereas, like, in South Africa, that's just not the case. That's not possible. Yeah, for that's a just lot not of the case. It's not at all. We Unless have you're a, Like, we have a, a major workers class population of people who are working incredibly hard to afford less than the bare minimum that we don't have a large population of people who are just throwing money away and yes there are people who are just rich and can just throw away their money mm-hmm. and if you can target them specifically in your small business great good for you but like that's not the reality of hundreds of thousands of people yeah Everyone that I've studied, or like not studied with in my degree, studied with in like the university, people were so like enthusiastic about their careers and stuff until they started working and everyone's just not okay. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone that I thing. speak to or like catch up with, I'm like, how are you doing? How's your life? And they're like, well, I'm in articles or I'm in my apiship or I'm in whatever and I hate it. And that's the thing, like, it's so strange going from a space where I feel like in university, whoever you meet, most of the people are so passionate about what they're studying about. And it's like, it's like the honeymoon stage. Mm. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm learning all these things mm. and it's so amazing. And everything is so romanticized. Then you actually get into your industry and you're like, what is this? What is this? This is what I wanted to talk about, about specifically our industry. Because, guys, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> no, this is no, not. What, what is going on? First of all, my biggest problem. How, okay, as an actor, presenter, whatever, right, performer. How can you send me a brief at 11 o'clock at night and tell me to send it in 7 o'clock tomorrow morning? Then I don't do it. Now you're upset with me as the mm. casting director or whatever, or agent. Mm. Then you don't the send agent. me. Now you don't send me a brief for the next six months. But, like, do you expect me to just sit and wait for you to send me auditions every day? And not sustain myself in any way whatsoever. Like, I have other People have jobs. And not even that. Like, now let's say, okay, you've landed a job working on a set. Cool. Even then, they send you the call sheet the night before. Yeah. And call times are usually 5 a.m., 6 a.m. But now you're... Like, my thing is this, right? How is it sustainable in, like, our country to do this? Because if I'm gonna... Now I have a job because I need to sustain myself in Mm. some way, right? Mm. 
it's pro it's most probably a minimum wage job because you've studied for something that you can't work in yeah. realistically okay so now you're working a minimum wage job which is taking you fucking 10 hours of your day to do and is exhausting then you get an audition somehow you get to send that audition and you get the role now it's a three-week shoot in Cape Town, wherever. How are you going to tackle for Somehow, somehow you do it. Okay. You go, you do the thing. I don't know how. You get off of work, you go there, you shoot the thing. First of all, the payment is fucked. Because how is that going to work? How are you paying your bills? You're, okay, great. You get paid. Somehow everything works out. Now you come back. Yeah. And you're going back to your minimum wage job. Unless it's a huge movie or like a TV show where you do promos for it and stuff. I don't even think that you can have like, you can get like a TV TV role in South Africa that is sustainable unless it's like your permanent job. Like Like unless you get a soapy. Otherwise, the only thing that I think is like big enough to like say, okay, you can take a month off of your minimum wage job is if you get an international advert, which is... How are you getting an international advert? There are literally millions of South Africans applying, hoping and praying that they get the one role where they can actually do something. And those ads are once in a blue moon. Yeah. It's not all the time. And the pay is really good. But I mean, literally, what are the chances? It's you and every other single actor in every other single agency in South Africa. And I know, like, I used to look at people who say stuff that I'm, like, like we're saying now, and be like, oh, they're so negative. Like, you'll get yeah. it. It'll work. Like, it doesn't. It just doesn't. Like, I don't know how you, you don't get it until you get it, and when you get it, it's too late. Like, I don't know what to say to you. I don't want to be the person who's just negative and says, like, don't study, whatever. Like, you're going to study. You're going to do something with your life. You're going to do it. And whether it's acting or not acting, whether it's medicine or accounting or whatever you think is going to be amazing and beautiful for you, at some point you're going to discover the dream isn't what you were sold. Yeah. And I'm so sorry that you're going to discover that because you did nothing to deserve it. It's just the way But there's no other way. Like, it's just the way the world has been set up. And, like, the thing is, even the privileged people I know, even the people whose dads have companies or whose parents are rich and buy them everything they need or whatever, even those people, I don't see how their lives are sustainable. No, dude, and even, like, and that's exactly what you said. It happens in every in every sector, everywhere. Like, every industry. I have a friend who just graduated. Shame. <laughs> we had a whole discussion the other day and I was like oh congrats like on your graduation how are you feeling and he was like this isn't what this I thought sucks and I'm yeah. like I know <laughs> he's like I'm graduated like cool I have my degree but I'm applying everywhere everywhere that I'm applying for once 10 years of experience mm-hmm. or they want whatever so he's at that stage and I'm like listen I get you like we went through that for a fucking year or I think the long. point where like I really realized something is wrong is Marius came the other day and he told me that they have this new guy working at their school and I was like that's cool why like what's his story he's like I actually can't believe this shit this guy um studied nuclear science and he cannot find a job and he's now a teacher because the Chinese were coming to South Africa 
to create nuclear power plants. And that was going to create all these jobs. Mm. And then the government fucked it. And now he's a nuclear scientist who can fucking work to create nuclear power in our country. And he's teaching. And he's teaching grade 10 physics. Nice. How do you want a group, like a generation of people who are aspirational when this is the truth? And I feel horrible. I feel so sad for anybody who's like in school or in university right now. Because like you deserve to be excited about what you're going to do. So I don't want to sit here and say like, don't be. But like, I also, you're going to get out there and feel alone. Because that's what I did. Mm. I got out here and I felt fucking alone because I thought, why, why is it happening to me? Not like, why is everyone else fine and I'm not? And now a year later, I'm like, actually, no one's fine. No one's good. The thing is, it's it's the whole lie of like, if you go to school, you get the best marks. Now you're in the best university. You're at top of your class. You're doing so well. Your lecturers are promising you like, oh my gosh, you're doing so good. Like, you're so ready to go. You're a top student. You're going into the industry so well prepared. I'm so proud of you. Amazing. Keep at it. Cool. Everything is like, you build up to this high you get here and you get out there now you don't first of all this is what shocked me you get out there now you're in the industry but you don't know anyone you know people that you studied with you know your lecturers half the time your lecturers mean shit in the industry like they're they're like or even if they mean everything in the industry they're one person (laughs) they're one person and they can't run an industry and they know a hundred million other people like you're not going to text them and be like hi get me a job then tomorrow you're working like it's not gonna they also don't have that power because the industry is struggling yeah like i don't get it i don't understand that's what i'm saying like it's it's so like horrible to sit here and be this person because i don't like i used to be the student who's like I hated people who were just like negative Mm -hmm. and whatever. And now I'm here and I'm like, I don't understand how you're supposed to be anything but this. Mm -hmm. I don't get how every person isn't angry because I'm angry. This is my other thing. I was having a conversation with my family and then we were just talking about like jobs and like the corporate world and whatever. And then... I was like, yeah, well, like, I don't know where I'm going to go, whatever. Or I don't know what we were talking about. And then, like, my sister was like, yeah, because, you know, one day you want to be a supervisor. I'm like, no, I don't want to be a supervisor. She's like, no, not now, but, like, one day. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. She's like, what do you mean? Then where are you going to go? I'm like, I don't don't know. I don't know, but I'm not going to be in a managerial position. Like, I don't want to do that. Now she's confused. Yeah. She's like, but what's going to happen? Then I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that generation of people, like, your sisters and my brother's generation, like, they're, like, 30. Like, yeah. they were taught, like, that's the ultimate dream and whatever. And they believe that they bought into it and that's great. But, like, I just can't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, is there something wrong with me specifically? Is it our generation? Like, what is the problem? But, like, I can't look at anything and think, hmm, I really want to do this for, like, 20 years. And, like... The only time I can do that is when I romanticize it. If I'm like, I'm going to do it for 20 years and I'm just going to do whatever. If I think about like actually doing the job and like... For 20 years. Every day waking up and going to do this job and dealing with like the paperwork and... I... I... I, I stab my eyes off. That's what I'm saying. Like it feels like I just want to... If I could just 
rip my atoms apart and dematerialize and not exist instead of doing that i would which sounds fucked up i get it but like that's I what i want to do and we've had this conversation and i told you this was like the best advice i've ever gotten from anyone mm. when i was looking into studying drama where am i going to study what am i going to do with that whatever i spoke to a lot of people and i spoke to someone that had studied drama at mm. and she was like but you don't, you can study drama and then that's fine. And then you're allowed to change your careers, mm. right? Which is good advice. Mm. Like you are allowed to change and you can, if you don't mm. enjoy this anymore, go do whatever. But then are we always going to be stuck in the new, the in new position, the entry level of everything? But that's what I'm saying. Like, like I've never wanted to do just one thing. There was never a point in my life where I was like, okay, I'm going to go study drama and that's all I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Like I always knew I had like other things I wanted to pursue but what I'm saying is like how do you even realistically do that when you're just trying to afford rent and yeah. food and your car because now the other thing like let's say now we decide okay we're going to change careers we still need to go study further do a course do whatever find a job in that industry now where is that going to come from are we going to be an unemployed again for a year after we've studied whatever else we want to study like it's not sustainable it's not sustainable that's exactly what I'm saying like I don't get it. I don't get it. And I feel... It almost feels like blasphemy, like, saying it. Like, I don't want to speak about it. I don't want to tell people, like, oh, I'm feeling this way. Because I'm like, first of all, I'm like... I don't want to talk to people about how I feel because everyone is so fucking exhausted. I can see how exhausted everyone around me is all the time. And everyone's dealing with the same struggle. Mm. Everyone feels like they can't breathe about it. So why am I going to go sit there now and tell you, like, so, like, don't you feel like you can't breathe because you don't know what to do? Like, But we no. need to talk about it because how else are we going to find a solution? Because I, I can't picture us in 10 years' time still having this debate. We can't live like this, honestly. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you, like, continue. I don't know what's, what is the future. Like, everyone's like, so what's your five-year plan? How do you have a tomorrow plan, a next week plan? How, how, how do you conceptualize a five-year plan when you can't even see yourself doing what you're doing right now for the next week? That was my thing. Literally, I stepped into my new job. They're like, where do you want to go from here? I just got here. What do you mean? I haven't experienced this job yet. I haven't worked with you people i don't even know where people that have worked here before have moved on to like i don't know the possibilities how can you be asking me that and i find it so sad how like the honeymoon phase for jobs just doesn't last like it just doesn't last like you get a job and you're so excited to go and do the job and you do it for a week and there's just no excitement in it anymore. Oh, weak, dude. Is it really our... Is it our generation? Are we the problem? Like, did TikTok kill our brain? Because... But then people say, like, our generation doesn't want to work. And I think that's such a fucking lie. Like, to be honest, I really think it's a lie. Because I look at the people around me and they're working. They're working hard. And I don't know how you wouldn't be demotivated if you're working that hard and you have nothing to show for it. I don't think we don't want to work like I feel like our generation doesn't not enjoy working but you know what I'm saying like I think we just want it to be fair yeah and to be sustainable we just want to work and have something to show for it that's what I'm saying like I don't get how people can say our generation doesn't want to work like I don't know what kind of people you have in your life but everyone I have in my life are working incredibly hard like people are working way past normal working hours 
and what they're supposed to do. They're doing so much. And like, that's the other thing that irritates me so much. Like, yes, you've started a new job. You're young, whatever. Cool. You need to whatever. Prove yourself. Cool. Nice. Why does that now mean I have to do my job and everyone else's? My job, everyone else's job. I have to work as if I'm a full-time worker when I'm just a freelancer. And I, I, everything has to be perfect. And then that's not even me doing like anything extra. That's just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. That's doing what's expected of me. Like in a work environment, doing what's on your contract plus on everyone else's contract plus staying on top of everyone else's schedules is the bare minimum. Like less than the bare minimum yeah dude do you know how many times a job or like a an employee has said like yeah but just come in for extra hours even if you don't get paid for them it will show us that you're committed why do i have to show you that i'm committed i signed a contract with you i'm already here 10 minutes before my shift i do everything perfectly that you asked me to i whatever cool why must i i'm working the maximum and i'm on that i can work now I'm com- now you want me to come in for extra hours and you're not going to pay me for them. So in hours I literally- that I'm supposed to sleep and eat and bond with the people, the, the, the minuscule amount of hours that I actually have to live my life, I have to offer up to come here and not get paid. And not just that, I literally cannot afford to drive to work one more day for extra hours that you're not going to pay me for. Yeah, so that you're not going to pay me for. It's not going to happen. Like, I'm sorry. If you want me to do that, then make me a full-time worker and increase my pay. Yeah, but then if you're a full-time worker, like, what's that going to mean? Because now you work Monday to Friday and they're like, well, come in for the Saturday because you're, that's going to show us that you're committed. No. Like, are you insane? Are you fucked in the head? And then there are all these, like, promises of, like, first world countries doing, like, four-day work weeks and whatever. First of all, I don't see that being implemented in South Africa. I just don't. We don't even have four-day work weeks. We don't have five-day work weeks. We have six days and more work weeks. People who are working five days a week are sitting at home on the sixth day doing their job. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anyone who has an office job or like a five day week job that are only working five days a week or only working in work hours. Like everyone is working nights yeah. and an extra day or two at least. Or even on holiday. Every, everyone I know works. Like if they have a holiday, they're working. Mm. If they have a night off, they're working. If they have a weekend, they're working. Like, everyone. It's so unhealthy, dude. So it's now, so how are we? We're already basically 24-7 working in this country. How How is it? How are we going to implement a four-day work week? We're just not. Don't tell me that an employer is going to approve that. They're not. They're not. Okay. And worse than that, like, it's in our contracts and it's legal to be in our contracts that, like, if your employer can require you to work, like, extra hours and not pay you for them. And just repay you with like time off, which never happens. Like that's another thing in this country. We know we already. It's like it's ingrained in us to just expect that the things that we're gonna get, we're not gonna get. Like part of contracts, mm-hmm. we just know like that's never gonna happen. So like even if your contract says if you work an extra day, you're gonna get an extra hour off, we know that's never gonna happen. We know it's not. Gonna that's happen. such a lie, dude. I've never seen that in a contract, but I know it doesn't. I work. can send you my contract. Big lies. And it says if you work six hours, you get half an hour off. How does that make sense anyways? Half an hour is nothing. And it never happens. Never. You don't get it off. So, like, what is going on? Like, compensate me in other ways. The system is broken, dude. The system doesn't work. It is broken. And, like, then what... Like, even employers, like, they know, like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to take them to labor labor court? Like, what's going to happen? There's 
a hundred thousand people suing their employers every day. Mm. Maybe three of them are successful. What are you gonna do? Employers don't care because they don't. There's no consequences because our country is a failed system, and they know that like, if you're gonna quit your job, there's. 2,000 other people who've been waiting two years to get a job. Yeah. They're going to come for your position. And yes, they're going to be just as fucking unhappy as you are. But they've also been waiting two years, so they're going to do the job. Mm-hmm. And then when they quit in two months, there's 2,000 more. This is what we were also talking about the other day when you were like, why are companies overworking the five workers that they have? Just hire more people. You're already paying them fucked. Like, what is it going to... matter to you to like just hire more people so that everyone can have less stress on them because they're overworking they have the smallest amount of people that they can possibly have and they're overworking those people to the core and then when those people actually fall over and fucking die they're like okay we'll hire one more (laughs) worse than that there are five people one leaves they're like okay we'll just divide the work between the other four yeah Another thing is, like, today, someone said that this girl, this particular girl, I'm not going to say who she is, but she's been working incredibly hard. Very hard. And I'm not saying everyone else isn't because everyone else is. But she's been strained. And now she got booked off by a doctor. And to send her doctor's note, she starts her message by saying, I am so sorry to management, but I've been booked off. Because they make you feel so guilty that you're sick. How dare you now be sick mm. and leave? Are you insane? No. What kind of system are we in that you you don't you don't get to be unhealthy by working yourself into being unhealthy? Yeah. What is not clicking? That's my thing. Also, like, I always ask, like, I'll either ask Jessica or, or Amir or someone to help me, like, write an email or a message or whatever. Right? I always get someone to read it. Whenever I ask Amir. He always types it and then it's always like, hi, apologies for this. Sorry for that. And I always tell him, stop Stop apologizing, especially to your employer. Stop it. If you didn't do anything wrong, if it's about you taking time off, if you're asking for something, if you're whatever, you, there's no no need need for you to apologize because that's giving them even more power than they already have. Yeah, because you already feel bad. You already feel guilty for things that you shouldn't be feeling guilty for. You shouldn't be feeling bad for. Now you're there. I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. I'm apologizing. I'm sorry. They just use that to make you feel worse. Like they don't actually care. And like, I know that's such a horrible thing to say because maybe your boss is a nice person, maybe whatever. They can be a nice person and be a horrible employer. Like that's the, that's just how it goes. And like realistically you don't need to be apologizing for things that are out of your control if you're getting sick you're sick you've worked yourself into being sick yeah it's not your fault why are you saying i'm so sorry like i get it because you feel so guilty and they make you feel so but it's the system that's been set up for you to feel that way but you don't you shouldn't be feeling that way and along with that i could be working myself into oblivion right into oblivion i could so that i can make as much money as possible at this job right and then have extra money at the end of month or like be able to do whatever cool things nice but i've gotten to a point where i'm like actually my mental well-being and just my sanity come before any of that like fuck that i don't care i do but i don't (laughs) 
Like, do you understand the what I'm saying? The thing is, like, even if you're... But, like, I get what you're saying, but I'm like, even if you're not working all the hours and you're doing whatever, your mental health still isn't good. I get that, but what I'm saying is... I'm not saying make it worse by going to work more. I'm just yeah. saying it's already bad. It's so already it's not bad. Like, it's not like you're saying... Oh, well, I'm only doing four shifts a week because now at least I have a mental break. No, you don't. You have, you're doing four shifts a week so that you can just breathe and try to recover to do the next four. What I'm saying is also, like, I've seen other people's timetables, right, that work with me or have worked with me. And they're literally just, they don't have a break ever. Ever. And they're not good. But that's the only way they can survive like they have to do that so i've just also gotten to a point where like you said like fuck the employer you can hire more people you can divide the workload so do that but also i'm just how do i say this like i'm just i don't know dude (laughs) i'm not gonna feel guilty about taking time off anymore is what i'm trying to say because fuck that and i'm not gonna come in for extra hours and you don't pay me for them and I'm not going to apologize for shit. Like, I'm just upset. At I'm so upset at, like, the way we're we're supposed to and expected to do things. I'm just upset with the system. I don't see it being something that can work. And, like, it sounds like I know that this is, like, dangerous territory to, like, talk about or whatever. But, like, I see why, pe- like, people kill themselves. And people say, like oh, well, nothing significant happened in their life. So why are they depressed? Like, why are they trying to commit suicide? Blah, blah, blah. Are you not noticing what's happening around you? Like, what is wrong with you that mm. you are that you can say that? Like, I don't understand how thousands of people do this. And then, like, this is me talking from the privileged position of having two degrees, of having a house, of having a partner to help, like, all this stuff. I don't get how people do it, like, without all of that stuff or how people have kids yeah. and do this. I don't understand. I'm so sorry. Like, if you have a child in these conditions, I don't understand how you're living. No, I don't get it. me neither, dude. And I know that's me speaking from a privileged point of view. I get that. Yeah. But I can speak from this point of view because that's the one I have. Yeah. I don't see how you're... Dealing with a kid that's sick and whatever and trying to teach it how to be a human and whatever and then still just keeping yourself alive. Like, I don't even understand how you're supposed to, like, feed yourself three meals a day and, like, I'm not even talking about the finances of it. I'm just talking about doing the actual stuff. Like, how are you feeding yourself three meals a day, doing your dishes, washing your clothing, like, drying your clothing, exercising, getting out, seeing other people, working, sleeping... How does that work? Dude, I have a friend that I didn't know had a child. And then one day they revealed it to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> and then what they said was, I was because this was my whole speech. I was like, I don't understand how people do that. And like, because they had asked me, like, are you going to have a baby anytime soon? And I was like, I know, not no. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> because I, I can't fathom how my life is going to work. Mm. And they were like, well... The thing is, like, with me, when I had my kid, you just, you have to. Like, you just make things work. Yeah. You make the time. And I was like, but <laughs> what do you mean you make but, the like, time? But, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I say this all the time, but, like, 
and people perceive it as a negative thing and it's fine if you perceive it as a negative thing honestly I don't care but I'm too selfish to have kids because I can't see myself like already just working and surviving and like doing this I feel like my life is taking like the backseat mm. and I don't get how you how how small you have to shrink your identity and hide it away in a little closet if you have a kid and be fine with that what do you mean shrink your identity you don't get to be you when you have a kid you don't get to live a life and do because your life is your kid and your life is preparing that person to be an adult right. and be a person i feel like and that's important and necessary mm-hmm. and it's your responsibility and i absolutely because i take that responsibility seriously seriously enough to say i don't think i'll be able to do it mm-hmm. i expect of you if you're gonna have the kid to take that responsibility mm-hmm. serious enough to do that but i don't understand how you do it because it's like your 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 personality and who you are becomes like a party hat becomes like something that's like in the cupboard and like maybe once a year you have like a night off with your friends and you put your little party hat on and you get to be yourself and then the hat doesn't even fit right anymore it doesn't really go with your hairstyle but you're like okay i'll just pretend again for tonight like that's the the thing i feel like the minute you have a child you are not you're not the same person anymore you can't be you can't be and you have to accept that and your personality is gonna change and you are going to grow, if you see it as growth or change, like whatever, that's up to you. But yeah, it is just, it's a change is what it is, I think. Yeah, but it's a change. I, like, I, I can't. I also think, I know a lot of people also say like, yeah, it's just the first, let's say, five to six years that yeah. are really hectic. But you still have to go through those first five to six years. And five like, to six years is a long time to not be yourself. I understand that. I understand that, yes, once they go to school, okay, you have more time. You can do more things. Cool. Now they're growing. Amazing. That doesn't take away the fact that literally just in the first year, you basically don't sleep. And like, even if they're you, going to school you, and whatever, they're still your child. They're still your responsibility. Yeah. How they turn out still reflects on, like, it's still yours. It's yours. Yeah doesn't go away no children is a big time and when people say like i follow a lot of like moms and whatever and like a big conversation that i've seen recently in like that community is the loss of identity when you have kids especially for people who like plan families and have like two to three kids in like four years or whatever and like how they lose their identities and like try to find it again and i'm like Yes, of course. Yeah. Of course you lose your identity. Of course. But that's the other thing. You can't, like, yes, going along with, you have to obviously be responsible for the child, all that stuff. Cool, cool, cool. But at the same time, you, I feel you always have to make time for yourself. You but can't, how do you do it? You can't lose yourself. How? How do you do it? That's the thing. You need to have a support structure. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, and then people say, this morning I was listening to someone. I like listening to people who have opposing views that I do, but in specific ways. Like, I'm not trying to have a conversation with you because I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be composed. So if it's like a podcast where you have like some crazy view, whatever, I can listen to it and like try to understand your point of view. That doesn't mean I will, but like I can try. And this person said that he believes that Gen Z and specifically leftist in Gen Z or what did he say he said something like to the tune of it's a death march because we're saying all of this stuff about like 
being responsible, all this stuff. And basically we're saying like having kids is not responsible and whatever. And like most people don't want to have kids. And then he said something like, and then they'll say, have being able to have a child is a privilege, but then they don't want to have kids. I'm like, it is you you're in a privileged position it if you're if you're able to have a kid. Because I think, okay, if I have to be really realistic and I sit here now and I'm like, okay, let's say the best that I can imagine myself wanting to have a kid, right? I'm like, okay, cool. Now I'm Jessica and I want to have a baby. I'm like, the only way that that's going to be logical and reasonable for me is if I have enough money to sustain that kid. I have enough people in my life to help me Mm. raise that child. I have a like good enough foresight of the future or like hope for the future to think that that kid is going to have one. Like, all of this stuff is privilege. Yeah. It's privilege. Like, how else are you going to tell me that you having a whole family that's willing to help you mm. with your kid? Like, if you have, wake up on a Friday morning and you have something to do and there's nothing else, you can't have anyone else take care of your kid. Is If you have a mom that's going to do it or a cousin or aunt or a sister or whoever, that's a privileged position. That, that, that is a privileged position, yeah. Definitely. So call us the generation of death march or fucking baby killers or whatever you want to. But like, if you don't get that, you, older generations have been afforded the luxury of being reckless with other people's lives. You don't understand what our generation has to look forward to. Mm. You don't understand the reality of what it is like to be a 20 something year old looking towards your future and seeing nothing. You don't get it. And even just from, just from like your first point, right? The financial point of view. Our economy is going to shit. Not just ours, the whole world. The world. The whole world. So first world countries have debts. How? So already just from the first point of, okay, am I ready to have a baby? Am I in the financial position? Mm, I think a lot of people like you, because it's not just feeding an extra mouth. It's not just like, having the space or the doctor's bills it's it's planning for their future it's clothing it's that child like if you if you realistically want a well-balanced like person in that's going to be like a good adult they're gonna do extracurriculars those things cost money yeah dude did you see the tiktok of the girl that had a baby and then she was like purr at the um (laughs) the the bill when they Mm -hmm. like she just gave birth then they brought her the bill they were like here you must pay it was twenty thousand (laughs) dollars explain to me i just had a baby this is my thing my body is ripped apart i am unwell and you're like pay me not just that my my body was built for this right like i can do this in my bathtub at home right like cool now i'm here now i must pay twenty thousand dollars i cannot do it in my bathtub i can promise you (laughs) no but i'm saying like that's the lie what the fuck (laughs) my twenty thousand dollars and now you're living in south africa you're paying medical aid, which is ridiculously expensive. Medical aid is that so incredibly expensive. Dude, can I tell you, not just that, our medical aid that we're paying for is expensive. We're, it's and like, then it doesn't it's cover. And it doesn't cover shit. Yeah, it doesn't cover anything. It's like one doctor visit. Hello? <laughs> what the and fuck? then some medical aids have excluded maternity. 
So if you want to get pregnant or whatever, you have to pay for the maternity clause to be like included in your medical aid. That's hectic. Which is like, whatever, 2K extra a month. So now you're already paying 2K and then you get to the thing and they're like, okay, now your payment with it is like 50K. No. <laughs> I haven't even bought a diaper. Yeah. No, that's insane to me. And dude, like, it's also the other things like, okay, cool. Let's think about working. Like there's... There's expenses that go along with working, right? You need the clothes, you need a car, you need petrol, you need whatever. And then you need makeup because the audacity of a fucking workplace to be like, mm. well, you're not professional. So where's your foundation and your mascara and your lipstick bag? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Makeup is not cheap, guys. Do you, do you know what makeup costs? Babe? Not just makeup, also clothing, dude. Those clothing is, is so expensive, yo. Like we... When we were still, whatever, like living with our parents, they would buy us all our shit. Now we're studying drama. The drama department tells us we need to wear black. Only. Only. So now our whole cupboard is just full of black leggings. Movement and clothes. Movement like. clothes. Shirts with holes in them because we roll around on the ground. Now we're You buy working. a shirt, you go to class once it has a hole. Now we're working at a place where they're like, you need to come dress professionally. professionally. I have black leggings. And a t-shirt that has three holes. What do you want me to do? Now I go to Cotton because I feel like I'm going to get something. And it's 300 rand for one t-shirt. No, babe. 300 rand for a crop top. <laughs> what is that? Are you insane? What is wrong? What is wrong with Cotton you? Cotton makes me upset. I, I actually cannot. Like, the only Cotton On... I, okay, when I was a student, Cotton On was like, cute, the place to be. I have, like, Cotton On clothes. Oh, look. Now I can't go to anything that's not like the, the big outlet factory store. Because mm. if I have to look at a bralette one more time and the price tag says 450 rand, I want to burn it to the fucking ground. No, I'm like, how are you? A pair of socks, dude. But how are it? you so blind to the reality of the people in your country that you're like, yeah, reasonable. When I was in school and a student, I thought like people, like I'm going to say something now. And if I heard it when I was a student or in school, I would have been like, oh, she's just not committed. But there are people in your life that you love and they're the special little moments like the dinner with them or the, the bry or the whatever. It seems like there's a million opportunities to do these things, but there really isn't. Mm. And if you miss it, you miss it and it's over. Mm. And so how many of those things are you going to miss because you're doing this thing? And even if this thing is so magical and amazing, how many times is that magic gonna make up for missing all of those moments yeah yo dude especially with family and things like this is why i was crying on the way to work that day <laughs> because like just thinking of my niece and my nephew right like love they're them not gonna so be much. small forever they're not gonna be small forever i think the last thing i want to talk about that you touched on is i've been thinking about this for so long and i didn't know how to like word it but i think i know how to now is the fallacy of commitment like yeah we've been taught and conditioned to if you start something you finish it mm -hmm. you're committed to a project you finish the project we're we we're very conditioned on like commitment because in our industry it's literally like this is a thing that is said regularly doesn't matter who dies you gotta get on stage literally unless unless on. you're the one dying you go on. you're here and not even is it just said it happens it happens. it happens. I know a performer whose father died and they finished the show. How? That's so sad, dude. Yes. And yes. like when I was in, when I was studying, I was like, yes, of course they finished. What do you mean? 
they're supposed to commitment no it's and now i'm like that is because the person that was that was telling me i know the performer but they were like telling me like yo and then she did she finish the show and i'm like yeah like of course what else must she she do yeah and they were saying it also in the same sense like yeah so she had to finish the show like it is what it is and now i think about it i'm like that person was a horrible human being because i had the power to say let's stop the show this is actually a bit Mm. bigger than the 30 rand everyone paid that's ridiculous dude and this is what i wanted to say like um sorry i interrupted no 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 (laughs) i was thinking back to a time where i was doing a show and one of the main performers in the show got another gig right her agent booked her for whatever she did the audition now she got the show and it was a huge part in like a movie or something big right it was like setting up this person's career so they took it they were like, I'm taking it. Bye. I need to go. I'm sorry. You have other people that can fill this role. Um, I know the show is only in two weeks, but like, mm. what am I going to do? It is. At the time, did this person not get the most shade from yeah. everyone? Dude, not everyone was talking shit about them. Like, how can you do that? And like the creative director was telling all of us, don't you ever dare fucking do this to anyone. Like, this is disgusting, whatever, whatever. Now looking back, I would have done exactly the I'm same like, thing good for you that you had the power to do that because there's been times where I have been in situations where I'm already committed to something something else comes up and I'm like you give up that opportunity I give up the opportunity and I tell the people that I'm in this thing with like listen I got this huge thing but I said no because I'm committed Committed. to do do this and they're like okay (laughs) yeah they're not even like thank you they're They're like yeah they're like you're supposed to do that can I tell you what happened after this right so now I said no to this other thing that was going to be a huge thing um and then i told this person they were like okay cool whatever the next week after the whole thing finished they were like so what was that thing that you were telling me about and i tell them what it was and they go you should have done that you should have gone we would have made a plan for you i'm like don't fucking talk shit to me you're just doing this now to be fake yeah you are honestly so if this if you're ever in a position where something better comes up take the fucking opportunity take the better thing Take the better thing, even if people talk shit about you, even if your employer is upset, even if you have to look in the face of somebody who's like, how dare you? The audacity. Do it. Do it. Do it. But thank you for listening to two weeks of rants, if you've gotten this far. <laughs> but honestly, I hope that you understand. And if you don't, yeah. if you're sitting there going, oh, people are being so negative and they're just not committed. I hope that in two years time, you're like, oh, actually, maybe not. Or actually, I hope you don't. I hope That's you make what I was going to say. I hope you make it and you... And you never get this perspective yeah. and you never get to understand how we feel and you don't ever feel this way. I hope that for you. Yes. And if you are in this position, I'm so sorry. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs>